We dedicate this season to friend of the pod, Christian Salisbury, a life and talent taken from the herd way too early. He will be remembered for his speed and agility, but most of all, his smile and infectious enthusiasm. If you're able, go to the link in the description and donate to the Christian Salisbury Memorial Fund and help more kids like Christian find their way to professional football. Carry that rock in peace, my friend. You will be missed. Huddle up, it's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL, and we're a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. That's right, it's Turf District Tuesdays. I am Andrew, and thank you for joining us on the podcast this evening. If you're on YouTube Live, thank you for joining us there. And don't forget to put your questions in the chat right down below, because we have a very fun guest who is going to have a lot of fun ways of answering questions. So make sure that you throw your questions in there for us. Uh, if you've downloaded the pod, thank you very much for downloading. And if you're listening on Edmonton Sports Talk, uh, thank you very much for tuning in that way. Uh, we appreciate you guys sharing all of the links for everybody and we're joining uh, make our cfl family grow and uh, everyone knows coach phil that's on tonight so let's get some more coach phil in our lives let's uh, bring in our guest here he is the one and only coach phil welcome to the podcast hey thank you for having me man appreciate it Absolutely. I appreciate you jumping in last minute because uh, both uh, Superfan Mike and Commissioner Kayla are out with uh, either illness or work issues. So uh, it's always nice to put out a call out. Who's going to help me? And all of a sudden there's somebody right there to help me. Um, <laughs> tell me a little bit about your uh, introduction to the CFL family because uh, you've kind of really uh, connected with people this year. Uh, it's been it was about a year, year and a half ago, started getting into doing CFL reactions. I'm very familiar with uh, the CFL game and uh, just doing videos and everything just took off and everybody's embraced me and showed me love and I give it right back to them and I love it, man. It's been great just being able to hear different stories and hearing meeting people that have been fans of the CFL for 40, 50 years down to a year, maybe even a week or so ago, they've become fans. So I've heard it from different different spectrums but it's been really good been very good man that's amazing now i i know you're a writer fan i won't hold it against you uh <laughs> we, we 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 allow everybody on this show uh we don't want to <laughs> we don't really look i i i'm even drinking like a, a light green and white beer just to just so that you you feel welcome I, i'll take it i'll take it <laughs> okay now tell us tell us when, when did you get into football in general i mean i know we'll we'll talk about where you became a cfl fan but when did you get into football football has been a part of my life since i was eight years old first time i played i played on the 89ers here 
here back home, uh, youth football, played, I played basketball as well, different sports, and then played high school football. And uh, I got into coach, really, I got into coaching like my senior year. I tore my ACL for the second time, and my high school coach came to me. He says, I've always told you, you can, you, you have a mind of being a coach. You ever thought about doing that? And I didn't really know what I wanted to do after high school. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. What the hell? You know, Bel- Belichick's making 40 mil. So I might be able to make that at some point in time. Right. And uh, how'd you know it would be with videos and not coaching? But okay, that's it's the way it's both ways work. Yeah. Well, great. well, my co- my high school coach had a funny response. He said, You forgot your black, right? <laughs> oh, my. And I thought about it. And I was like, Dang, you right about that. <laughs> coach Prime wasn't around just yet. So I'm like, All right. All right. I got you. But no, um, Football's been in my life forever, man. And and the funny thing was, growing up, I was a bigger basketball fan. Okay. Growing up, I knew I, I, obviously football was like number two, but I really didn't notice like my love for football until like I stepped away playing it mm, when right. I was like younger, and then it just happened, and I'm here. So when you went to coaching, what what did you start coaching? So my first coaching job, I coached um, youth football. I got a head coaching job right out the gate. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nothing I, like kicking I, it off early. Okay. Man, let me. I, I'm, I can't cuss, can I? I can't cuss. No, you can. Go I was green. I was green and goose shit. <laughs> That's fair. Man, I man, I, it was. I'll never forget it. It was summer 2013. My son was about a year, like a year old. And I remember we were first practice. I had no plans whatsoever. I had no structure. I was just doing whatever. We were fitting to run the run and shoot with a little bit of Urban Myers offense. I was doing everything under the damn sun. And I got demoted within three days to offensive coordinator. And I said, screw this. And I almost quit. And oh wow. I've 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 done everything. And truth be told, like my first real like coaching. I wouldn't say job, but tr- I guess training was um, while I was recovering from knee surgery. Um, I was a what's it called a team manager, but okay. with the coaches, I was a slap ass. I was a slappy. <laughs> I did everything. I, I've taken so many notes. I didn't done water. I didn't done you know put ice. I've the worst feeling in the world is carrying them water jugs from the <laughs> locker room and our stadium where I live in my hometown. Our home stadium is like three blocks, but it's a long three blocks. And okay. so you got to carry that water jug while on crutches. Mind oh, you, wow. one hand with a crutch, you got a <laughs> cast on, and you walk in with your friends like, come on, let's go. But um, I've done I've done everything. I've done it all, and I've, I love the the journey that I've been on with coaching. So that's it's been crazy. What, what's your what's your favorite position to coach? If we're talking position, linebackers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Inside, outside. Um, I've spent the last couple years as a defensive coordinator uh, for a men's semi-pro team, and I also coach high school. I was a uh, li- assistant linebacker coach and uh, tight ends coach. Um, which funny thing was, we really didn't use our tight ends, but we just we just we had it was a title, and I got paid, so I was like, okay, cool, whatever. You got to <laughs> you got you got to work both sides. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're getting paid to coach, you do whatever. Okay, sure, I'll learn. I can teach you that. It's great. That yeah. fifteen that fifteen hundred dollars every month makes a difference. That, absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but those are my like the last couple of years I've been. I finally have, uh, I guess you could say, felt found my voice and 
we've had some I has we had some success, you know, made the playoffs, did things like that. And, and it was my first year finally breaking through at the high school level. So it meant a lot to me um, being young. And you really don't always get that opportunity unless you know somebody on the inside. So it, it still means a lot to me. Oh, I bet. I bet. Tell me about the connection with these kids as they're learning, because one of the things that I hear from a number of coaches is just as much as you're teaching them, you, you kind of learn from them because you watch them grow. And, and tell me about that kind of connection. I think I've had the benefit of getting into the coaching like right at 18. Okay. I'm young enough. So a lot of I haven't even hit like my prime. Um, I've been able to be relatable. I've been able to learn because I'm learning. I'm growing with them. Like I'm still I'm in that weird place where I'm still young enough to them where I'm cool and I'm funny, <laughs> but I'm not old enough where I'm like that unk or like yeah. pops. You know? <laughs> so I got a little bit of wiggle room. You feel me? But I, I can still now. Now, some of the stuff they be doing, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why would you? Why? Type type shit. But uh, it's fun to be able to grow with them. And I, and I have the benefit of. Uh, working in the educational field um, from K through five, so I'm lear I'm learning the next generation, man. I'm I'm seeing what they're doing, not just sports wise, but psychologically what they're into, like the the trends. And you got to be relatable. You don't want to yeah. be that old fart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So when you when the Twitter handle changes to Coach Pop reacts, then it's different. Then it's a then then we know. Oh, he's made the he's made the transition to the next stage. When, when I when I start rocking the Ron Lancaster gas glasses, <laughs> there we you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have you back on specifically for that, just for the screenshots alone. It'll be oh. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'll get eviscerated. Uh, Hamilton fans would find any way, any way to get at me right now. <laughs> we'll save that for the. We'll save that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Um, we're gonna do pickums later. I'm sure those are gonna be a ton of fun. Um, right. now let's talk a little bit about how did you get into the CFL? How did you uh, specifically find this league and attach to it? Um, long story short, uh, I've known of the CFL since I was little. Um, I've told this story a few times over and I, and I, to be honest with you, to be, to be, just be really frank with you. Cause I don't, I'm not a bullshitter. I've had, I've done so many interviews and sitting and talking about me that I've kind of gotten tired of telling the story. <laughs> I'm not like, it's people fair. try to act like, nah, I love, to, I fought. I'll tell, no, bro. We, it's like hearing Michael Jordan's story over and over. You know, he didn't make his basketball team junior year. We know. <laughs> <laughs> but um long story short uh when i was little we used to have cbc channel 99 here in uh okay. washington and so that was still when the, C the cbc had the cfl mm -hmm. which i think is cbc now nah, i'm gonna shut up i'm gonna shut because i might end up on tsn one day uh <laughs> fair and the simpsons would be on monday through friday at like four four to like five o'clock at my time so I'd be like, all right, I'll watch it. Well, then after there would be a CFL game on, I kind of would peek at it, check it out, whatever. And uh, I think it was like a few years ago, I did a camp in Monmouth, Maine. First of okay. all, a brother in Maine was a rare case. Was that... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm already a fish out of water. And uh, I, I left the camp. It ended. I had a connecting flight in Boston from Boston back here and okay. it was JetBlue Airlines and it had TV. So I was watching the, the a Tom Hanks movie that I really liked. And then 
it was uh, Johnny Manziel's debut game. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I I lucked into that. I, that that was fate. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't know the seeds were being planted because I watched the entire thing from beginning to end. And I was like, okay, great. This is this was a cool game, whatever. And then the pandemic hit, and mm-hmm. uh, I got into YouTube and I was kind of searching for other leagues because I, I love history, so I like watching other stuff. And I came across CFL. It kind of just boom, it hit me. And I was like, all right. First reaction video and the first highlight was Gino Lewis hurdling somebody. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And Gino yeah. retweeted it and followed me. And I was like, I and I don't ever really watch my videos back. Yeah. But for some reason I finally did. And I was like, oh my God, this was the first one. <laughs> so, oh, that's awesome yeah. that's what that's a good connection good to good to i mean gino's a great guy too so i mean oh, yeah. uh, good uh good good to jump on board with him now you became a fan w- when did you decide though that you were all behind riderville 2021 west okay. final okay that that was probably the first reaction that was i think was the first game i actually reacted to okay and uh when i do like a lot of my reactions i tell people all the time on my channel if i'm not feeling it i'm not gonna sit here and bullshit y'all i'm I'm not gonna fake a reaction i'm not gonna watch it but something told me watch it and watching saskatchewan just get all these opportunities to 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 beat winnipeg and they just fumbled it over and over and over and I was like, this is the Seattle Seahawks of the CFL. <laughs> and I started looking more deeper into uh, the CFL, like the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Mm-hmm. And the fluky shit that be happening. As if watch as if me almost Superman punching my chair when freaking Tevin Jones got the ball knocked out of his hand with a helmet isn't fluky enough. I've seen crazy things with the Rough Riders. But I love it. Yeah. And I, I just... I dove right in. I love the colors. The logo is my next tattoo. I'm gonna get it somewhere on, on the t- on the titty region. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, hey, <laughs> you know, we get close to the heart. That's fine. Know, right? I, I, ain't, I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm I'm making it up on the fly here. Nah, Come on now. We're hey, getting... hey, babe, what's that logo? Why you girl? Don't girl don't even worry about it. <laughs> it's it's a weird Superman. Just uh, go by that. Yeah, I'm some... I'm branded. <laughs> <laughs> I am branded and I need to live in a rectangle. That's Ty right. Cat logo okay. on my right ass cheek because they make my ass itch. <laughs> Next question. Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna get very, very fun. All right. Um you you were you were up for the Labor Day weekend and the banjo bowl. Um I see lots of comments of people saying, you know, it was so great to meet you and and that type of thing. Was that was that your first experience like at a live CFL game? It was my first time out the country. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Man, if you knew, long like the the cliff notes of everything, I had to go through so much to just get my passport. I had to do the emergency, like you. I, I had to wait two weeks till to get the passport. I had to go to the passport agency in downtown Seattle. I was scared because I was like, dang, I don't know if they're gonna let. What if they say no? Right. <laughs> and yeah. I, and I was sitting there, and the guy that was uh process and everything you're supposed to go to the next window and wait he looked me straight in the face and i had a a, a roman reigns wwe shirt on head of the table and he looks right at me he says 
acknowledge me because that's Roman Reigns' catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, of course, and I was yeah. like, oh, it's finna be sweet. I'm finna get this passport. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to worry about right now. Uh, so, I'm impressed. Uh, I, I probably would have forgot that I was wearing the Roman Reigns shirt and I'd have been like, you are a wonderful man. What? Like, I, like, I don't know. What do you want me to do? Like, acknowledge right. you. Okay, well, well you I have a very nice look on my face. And I was like, huh? That, that team out. <laughs> and uh, he was like, you know, I should push you along, but you want to just sit here and do it right now? And I was like, okay, pay my little bit. He was like, come pick it up. To, you can pick up tomorrow, but really it won't be ready till Wednesday. So just come back Wednesday, 7 a.m. I got it. I got on the plane. I got to Regina and the rest was history. I, it was so much. It was being in Regina was like being home. So I'm from Renton, Washington. Renton is in the middle of everything. Okay. Regina is really felt like I knew everything all the way from, I'm going to name a couple streets back here, back home, but like Grady Way, I knew where Wells, it felt like I was on Wells Avenue. I was all over. These, it felt like home. Okay. Other than That's the Tim awesome. Hortons everywhere, but you know. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing, right? No, no. No. I, exactly. I, I, a, I have a sick addiction now to Tim Hortons. <laughs> How early are you coming up to the Grey Cup just so you can have Tim Hortons? That's the next question. Yeah, <laughs> it, it depends on if my son is going to stop looking at himself in his, in his fur coat. Okay, fair. I, you, you, we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, uh, Blake in the chat here uh, saying that uh, Coach Phil, who'd you give the biggest hug to at Banjo Bowl? It was me, right? How many hugs are you passing out, man? Man, man, I done hug, I done kiss babies. I felt like I was a black Richard Nixon walking around, dog, with a little bit of JFK swagger, you know. But no, I, I I've hugged so many dog on people, shook hands, and everybody is amazing. I, I've never felt more loved and embraced and appreciated. Cause I will, you know, when you go somewhere, you don't know if people go and really mess with you. They, they, they talk like they do, but yeah. when they see, they might be standoffish. Man, I had so many people showing love and people walking to want to take pictures at LDC. They had, I went to the University of Regina game, their home opener. Saturday, yeah. I went to Fan Day for the writers, and then Sunday was the game. I had teenagers walk up to me, really, and put wow. cameras in my face, and I'm thinking to myself, I ain't nobody special, you know what I'm saying, like. I, you oh like, relax relax okay and but i never turned down a picture i i everybody was nice it was great laughs talking shit at banjo bowl the whole night man i <laughs> the time sorry sorry so because the title of the podcast black richard nixon with jfk swagger that's a t-shirt <laughs> that's another t-shirt <laughs> yeah uh yeah that, that's gonna be an interesting yeah let's see how that works yeah um <laughs> there's the there's the uh there's the gift that somebody will pull out for us i'm sure oh yeah um yeah so now uh leanne was asking what is your favorite cfl experience so far oh man i could give the cliche answer i can't pick one but i think there was one okay um during LDC, I was sitting next to a friend, a friend of mine, and we were sitting front row, section one forty two, next to. It was like it was blue everywhere, doggone it! And it was a couple <laughs> that was next to us, and uh, me and this woman were going back and forth, like we were talking shit the whole game. The next week, 
at Banjo Bowl, I'm walking past Rum Hut, and I was talking with my boy Sheldon. Shout out to you, Sheldon. Yeah. Uh, I kind of look, and we we saw each other. We're like, oh, oh really? shit, oh. you. <laughs> and we hugged. We hugged like 10 times because, like, how ironic she's walking in. I'm just walking past. And her friend actually got a cold picture of me on the in the aisle section staring at her and her <laughs> with her arms out like, what you, what you going to do? What you going to do? So that. <laughs> oh, that, that's was, that was probably my. Because, that you know, what that's. That's how you know it's fate, man. Yeah, and shit like that happens. But that was one of my funnest experiences. Oh, that that's amazing. Um, now, are you you coming up for Grey Cup this year? Yes, I, me, my heathen son, and my precious daughter will be there. Wonderful. Okay, <laughs> that's excellent. Uh, do you know what? Do you know when you're coming in, or do you? So I'm coming in uh, either. I'm I'm planning on adjusting my flight day. I might just come in on Monday, and we just stay. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. I, I have I have a lot of vacation time that I haven't used. It works so I'm gonna I've used a little bit of it, but uh I'm gonna use this for this. I can't miss this, man. I gotta get the whole experience. I was gonna say, because if you've never been to a gray cup, it's it you can't really explain it. You have to be there and, and experience it because it is yes, we all cheer for different teams, but we all cheer for the CFL, and it's just a, a massive family gathering uh that uh you know maybe not as many you know like you know turkeys getting thrown across the table and stuff but at least there's you know a bunch of us together having some laughs so i'm excited for you to have that experience for the first time because it's pretty it's pretty wild right it's that's and, and the funny thing is man i didn't realize like the two games that i chose were like it was that magnitude it yeah. was such a night and it was such a a night and day experience from everything just the, the game itself at ldc was phenomenal even the craziness with the pete robertson robertson situation yeah. leading into the week and i'm going into uh banjo bowl thinking all right we got a chance we we, we won the game right man i'm sitting there with a bunch of crips just it was blued out even more everybody that's another blue bobber first down and <laughs> I'm getting razzed left and right because I got the Mario Offers jersey. I'm I'm green. I'm as green as this back here. I'm talking my shit. I'm trying to hold my own, but I'm out. I'm thinking to myself, bruh, we outnumbered. Let let's can we really take everybody everybody like Thanos right now? Like, sit down, shut up. You're down 50. Just relax. <laughs> yeah, I could see that game being not as fun. I I I've been uh, out to BC to watch the Elks play the last couple of years. And it's they're just, like last year, it was what 54 to 19. And this year, like 22 to nothing. And you're just like, oh, I, I, I want to be into the game, but oh, I got nothing to say. My team sucks. Uh, luckily they've, they've gotten better. So that's good. Um, let, let's move on to that. Let's talk about this last week's game a little bit because uh, it was exciting. Uh, the, the Elks did score. Uh, now they lost uh, 37 to 29, but they uh, they almost for the third game in a row pulled off the big comeback in the fourth quarter, um, came up just shy. Tell me, what did you see in that game? First, just 
this is probably a stupid, stupid question I'm about to ask, man. I I reacted to like six videos on Saturday. Yeah, everything is a doggone blur. But I get uh, it. it was actually really now. See, now it's starting to I triggered that. Uh, first of all, BC playing against Edmonton, Trey and Vernon going at it. I knew it was going to be a, a, a great. That's that is going to be a matchup for another couple years. Man, we're going to love this and we're going to miss it when it's gone. Because Vernon, if when Vernon does take care of the ball, oh, yeah, it lights you up. Trey, when he can move and he can stick and move and do what he got to do, it's from it's great. But both teams played actually really well. Although I knew going into it, Ryan Phillips, who I believe is the best DC in all of the CFL, no respect to anybody else, but it's just okay. That's from, a, I can, scheme, okay. from a scheme standpoint. He takes risk, and I like taking risk as a DC myself. So I game recognized game. He did something that everybody kind of struggled with with Trey. That yes. he the speed was too much. They they did pin him. I I was actually impressed with the way that they held him in, and then uh, if he tried to break out of the out, out of the backfield, it was like there was four gray jerseys there and no green. Like it was. I, I they played that amazingly well based on how the games have gone the the last three weeks. So um, I, I was really impressed with how they play. I mean, impressed at how they played the D. Pissed off because they played that well, but but still, uh, you know, they, they did play well. Um, Elks had their moments on D too. I mean, early they were they kind of fell apart. Um, you know, down twenty one seven in the first quarter what are you going to do you've given away i don't know what happened like it's like everyone decided to just stop running or tackling when uh katoy got the ball and got down, <laughs> went down the sidelines it's like oh that guy's big i'm just gonna wait over here like that's exactly what i sound like first of all that was a big bastard right there you it is. He's like, the way he was running he looked like the fox sports uh the the robot that he was just running and and the funny thing like like can I, I, I gotta say this. Kevin Brown is that dude. Oh, Kevin Brown. I call him K. I call him K Glock. Kev Glock. Cause he, I, I don't, don't let me pull out the Kev Glock. I do. Fire it off. Cause yeah. he, he, I, at first I didn't really know what to think of him because all they did was run draws with him. Man, right. that's all you need to do is run draws with Kevin. <laughs> but then also I love, I'm loving my Zell. My Zell, him, that's a cold, Heads up, who's the better running back at this point in time between them two? Oh, they, I agree. Similar styles, but Mizell is more off. He can go off tackle. He can go off guard. He can do dive. He can do it all. But Kevin is like Eddie George. I want every hit. Hit me. <laughs> Try. Come on. <laughs> Arnold Schwartz. Come on. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, go ahead. Hit me. We'll see how that works. Yeah, I'm gonna keep I'm just gonna keep my legs going and you can just try and stop me. But um <laughs> I, I mean Mizell plays really well against mm -hmm. the Elks. I'm not I'm not sure what that is, but he could have three games where he'd only like he'd have under 20 yards against other play other other teams, comes in against the Elks 120. Like I don't yeah. I don't get it. He just his style just fits the the way the elks play i guess i think the as and also um they found the weak spots off uh bc's offense they found the little weak spots they they did take advantage of the just in between those tackles man they they took it the d tackles they they took advantage of that with my and the blocking scheme that they put up was great 
You got to yes. give credit. I mean, you got to give for BC to do what they did against the Edmonton team that is finding their 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 shtick or their 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 feet. Mm -hmm. They put up a fight. Although one last thing I will say about that BC defense, they didn't try to chase Trey. They made no. Trey run to them. That's and true. they were ready. Because you see where, like, the one play, I think it was, like, a second down. He tried to do that Russell Wilson, Whirly Dervish in circles. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, like no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and down. Mm. Oh, well, that, uh, yeah. Um, I'll give, uh, while we're talking defense, I'll switch back to the Elks defense for a second. Uh, Jake Serezna two massive sacks again and when he did his uh, somersault he didn't somersault into the ref so extra points for that because we don't need another penalty like that yeah. um and that that kai gray interception that was amazing like mm -hmm. out of right field just comes blaring in catches it and is gone there was nobody that was going to touch him um that one really really uh impressed me i was happy with with that yeah um, on the offensive side of the ball, you already talked about Vernon and, uh, and how he can move and, and got into open space. He was the one that was probably more mobile the, uh, on the Friday night he was able to get uh, more yards than, than Trey did. Mm -hmm. Um, great supporting cast Keon Hatcher had, a, had a big game, um, on the elk side, Dylan Mitchell, two touchdowns. It's nice to see him kind of starting, starting to form back into what he was at the end of last year. Yes. I, I would say that um, I've noticed, like in the CFL, if you don't have three stud receivers, man, you're going to struggle. Whereas in the NFL, you can kind of get away with it with having, you know, two star solid receivers right. and a good tight end, you know, like a Travis Kelsey or even like a Gronk or a Shannon Sharp. It makes up for it. Yeah. Whereas the CFL, man, you got to have a three headed monster. I mean, look at <laughs> look at the Rough Riders. We got Sam, we got Sean, we got Tevin, and even KSB as an extra. You know, mm -hmm. that's four. But you look at BC, man, that, that's a scary trio. Oh, yeah, it is. And 100%. even like Edmonton starting to find their little their little trio. They, they, they got Dunbar. They got Mitchell. They got uh, Moore. They they got some. They got something. How did you leave Geno Lewis off that list? Come on now. He's you ain't got to say Geno. You ain't got to say Geno. Geno's. We know we know who Gino Lewis is. There's Eugene and there's Gino. Don't mess with Gino. That's Eugene's when he blocks. That's a, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, he did catch one of his 90-10 balls right up thirty-five yards. Oh, Man, he, what been a beautiful doing, he did catch. that against us, and I was like, conservative much in the cover? Okay, okay, but okay when he when he caught that touchdown against the Riders. What was more impressive, the fact that he was so open for the touchdown or the fact that Trey Ford deked the shorts off of Lake Cordy Moore? <laughs> oh, I'm getting you fired up here now. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. Trey Ford is – I tried to tell people for weeks Trey Ford was that dude. I wasn't expecting for him to make that statement against us. <laughs> and I jinxed us because – First of all, Gino was butterball naked open. So how did he get behind the coverage? But it's Gino. So Gino can get behind the coverage in the middle and still make the catch. Yeah. He can be anywhere. Oh, yeah. He's all. 
the presence of mind to still be able to have your eyes downfield and make the play. How was he not starting before week eight is beyond me? Well, uh, I, I don't know. Well, I can give you, and I know that uh, I I know that you got into it a little bit with Odell uh, on on Twitter when you were. That, that, he's a homie, man. He's he's, a, he's awesome. He's really cool. Oh yeah. Oh no no. I I know that Odell's amazing, but he he is very uh, you know uh, loyal to Coach Jones, and yeah. and he is very um he he sees the process right, and he'll go yeah. So this is the process. Now I would agree with you that. I thought we might see Trey a couple of games earlier, but I will tell you from being at practice early on, I get it. I get why they were waiting to see they needed him to take that step. Now, as soon as they announced him as the starter, it was like he turned to a different level Mm -hmm. and um, which was exciting. And it's awesome to see. It's awesome to see him performing and still a young guy. He's going to, he's going to, He's going to have to learn a lot and he's going to have to take some lumps against some of these really good teams, but it, it is very exciting to watch him play. It's it's, it was for me. Um, I, I would say with Trey most of the season when I was, I, and talking with Odell, I understood it. it I, I was hesitant at first, but the fact that he's been in the trenches with Jones, I get it. Yeah. I, I understand it. And I, if I wasn't a football coach and hadn't experienced some of the things that I've I have and seen when it comes to quarterbacks and working with quarterbacks directly as a quarterback coach, mm-hmm. watching OCs direct things with them and how you want to develop your quarterback, every coach is different in their process. Yep. Chris Jones is just he he he's he's a stickler about things. Mm-hmm. And there and I've I've understood now, all right, trust the process. I heard few things about oh he was he was a one read quarterback and he his arm strength wasn't there and blah 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 at trading camp whatever it's like okay that's that's trading camp right you're gonna get better over the process so just throw him in the fire and look what he's done he's he's made some he's made a little bit of lemonade not a lot but a little bit (laughs) yes he has he has absolutely uh made some made some lemonade which is which is fantastic um I can see that uh, uh, Jamin Pelly is actually in the chat, and he said the game planned very, very well. So they game planned well, and like you said, um, you know Ryan Phillips had a, had a good defense that day. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see as they. I hope that we find a way to uh, extend Ford, and then we have Ford and VA for many years. That would be a fun. It's a fun battle. Oh yeah, battle yeah. of the littles. Battle of the little. Look, just because your quarterback is like six a thousand, like he's very tall. Like, I don't, like come on now. Okay, you act like we got Ben Roethlisberger, ben Roethlisberger out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand Jake is Jake's a tall bastard. I'll tell you that. But he is. It's, it's, okay, that you know what? We'll, we'll, talk. we'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Uh, okay, couple of things uh, after uh, a couple of releases from the Elks. Uh, linebacker Caleb Tanner, defensive back Dwayne Thompson, who was a starter at the beginning of the season, uh, released this week. Wide receiver Danny Vandevoort released once again as well. He's been released and signed and released and signed and released and signed. So uh, released this time. We'll see what happens. Uh, Elks have a couple of injuries we need to worry about coming up. Uh, thank goodness for a bye week. Uh, Vincent Forbes-Monblow went down. Marcus Lewis down and Scott. 
Scott Hutter, who was having a, a really big game, especially on special teams. Um, so uh, hoping that the week off will help those guys. So, um, all right, coach, let's see what other questions we've got in the chat here that uh, we can get for you. All right, one question. When is Coach Phil coming up for an Elks game? <laughs> so, funny thing about that. Um, uh -huh. G-Roy commented, and yep. he said Edmonton next. And we've we've kind of – I I've, have spoke with G-Roy a few times. I did a couple videos on him, and uh, we've, we've talked a little bit trying to figure things out. But uh, – it's on the Elks. I mean, and the funny thing is the Elks have commented on my YouTube video. Yep. And I was like, okay, we can make something happen. So it, whatever happens, happens. You know, I, I would like to get there. If not some point this season, before the season's over, but definitely next season, I'm, I'm coming to Edmonton. All right. Well, we've got, we only have one more game at home. So uh, it's, uh, yeah. The, so next season, whenever you're coming, come early. We'll feed you at the tailgate. We'll have lots of, we'll have the early game on. We'll have some fun. Then we'll go in and, uh, you know, watch, watch the game and hopefully watch our team win. I will be on my best behavior and not. <laughs> I call bullshit. That's what I call right there. You're going to have fun. Come on. I, done, I, I, I Look, hey, I can always speak for myself. I'll be on my best behavior. I don't look for trouble. Okay. It finds me. <laughs> Oh, that's fair enough. All right. I'll, I'll let that happen. Um, all right. Let's have a little bit of fun here and do some uh, do some pickums for this week because uh, my team's not playing. So I don't care. Uh, I can just talk. I can be talk about all these other ones. So uh, the first one, Toronto at Winnipeg. Um, so a battle of the Titans. It is in Winnipeg. Coach, who do you have in this game? Uh, well, it ain't really a battle of it ain't really a battle of the Titans. It's more like battle of the pawns because the starters aren't really going to be starting. So it's kind of a a bait and switch, per se. Do you, do you think? Well, Winnipeg's got stuff to play for. Winnipeg is going to have they're going to have their full roster going because they want they want first. They want that buy. Yeah, but do you think Toronto would actually sit? Like they have five weeks left. They I don't. And plus the bye week after that. So I don't know if they. Well, yeah. Chad's not playing. So I Chad... know Jay already announced Chad's not playing. Chad's sitting out this week. Really? Yes. So. Interesting. Yeah. Like what? Like ain't nothing going to happen. Like they got the East. They did their job. It's not on Toronto to help Winnipeg really do their job. You know what I'm saying? But. Right. Winnipeg got to play their game. I think this will be a, either either way. Whoever's out there, I, I joke about the pawns, but it's going to be a good game. Either way, both teams are going to sit. They, they, Winnipeg fans have been hush hush when it comes to Toronto. You don't they, they don't bring up Toronto. They don't reference them. I was talking all that at the game at the banjo. But y'all y'all sit here and talk about everybody else, but yet when it comes to Toronto, you hush. <laughs> Well, uh, 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 well, uh, uh, we got we won two. We're like, well, they beat they beat that ass last year. Get, tell your kicker to get the ball over anyway. The devil is a lie. Um, I'd say that uh, if Brady's playing, Brady's going to have a field day. Okay, I know uh, that front line has had some injuries, but if Sean Oakman is out there, 
He's going to hold the front line down. If they don't have their starters in there, oh, Winnipeg's going to run all over them. They, they gonna, this is going to be a – I hate to say a statement game or or that stupid saying bulletin board material shit. It's, it's just stupid. We don't think about that at all in the locker room. Shut, shut up. <laughs> that's, that's that's folks that be sitting there and trying to make storylines. They know – who has a bulletin board anymore in a locker room is beyond me, but um, it is it's gonna be a good one. I I can't really say who's gonna if if the starters on Toronto are not playing, Winnipeg's gonna win. If when if Toronto does play some of their starters, it could be back and forth. I would have really appreciated if they'd have sat Chad Kelly next week when they mm-hmm. play the Elks. That would have been much nicer. Would have been much more helpful. Um, I I do think that Winnipeg would going to take this one anyway. They like you said, it's it on home field. They want to you know set the tone for the playoffs. I, I think I think Winnipeg takes this one down. Yeah. Um, this will be an interesting one for you. Saskatchewan at BC. Who do you mm. have in that one? <laughs> Are you picking with your heart or your head? I always with my head. Okay. All right. And whoever can take care of the ball is going to win it. <laughs> whoever has the least amount of turnovers, whoever's deep, well, we already know BC's defense is going to do their thing. They they rock solid. Mm-hmm. But whoever takes care of the ball, that that's all I could really say. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. You can't just all right, all right, like, I, 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 sit I, I, on the I, fence. I, I, Who are you picking? <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll quit bullshitting. I'll quit bullshitting. Uh, I think when we're on, we're on. When we come out and we actually set the tone early with at least that opening drive, a touchdown, and not a field goal, we're good. We might have the dub. But if BC get the ball first and they get up two touchdowns and we don't convert, to, we don't get our lick back, on that drive, on our first initial drive, if they got the ball first, we're in trouble. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I, tough. I, I think BC is fine in their game again. So I, I, I think this one is this one is BC at home for sure. Um, all right, next one, Montreal at Ottawa. This one in Ottawa, we got in that one. Hmm. I think this. I think this might be the. I know Winnipeg and Toronto is like the game of the year. Well. <laughs> It's you not know, the game, not a game of the year, brother. The, uh, re, the 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 Grey Cup rematch, brother. Sure, but, but um, I think this will be a fun one for for the people that like knockout, drag out, fun football. This will be it right here. Both teams, Ottawa is just fun. I like I, I got a soft spot for Ottawa, bro. I really do, man. I, <laughs> yeah, I get I, it. I, I get I just, it. I, it's the little engine that could, man. Uh, Dustin's gonna come out there. Uh. I do believe Montreal does have the sleeper defense in all of the CFL just because they've got studs at every level. They got my boy Reggie Stubblefield. They got Darno Sankey. They got the man, Sean Lemon, who should have had 100 sacks, but, you know, it is what it is. They cheated him. Uh, <laughs> he'll get it this week, I'm he'll, sure. Oh, oh easily. Yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you hear people screaming in the background, it's just a bunch of drunk neighbors. Um, okay. <laughs> I got no shame. <laughs> but, no, um, I think – we. It's gonna come down to Cody. Okay. Is Cody gonna be? Is Cody gonna Cody? Is he gonna take it all on his shoulders again, or is he actually gonna use his teammates? Is Cody gonna? Is are we gonna get one to one to three step drop Cody where he can get the ball out quick, or are we gonna get five to seven seven step drop back Cody? There's a difference <laughs> when Cody's got to take five to seven steps back. 
in his drop back, he's done. He's finished. Yeah. Well, because he'll spin to the left and then he'll get hurt. <laughs> he's gonna pirouette. He's gonna That's pirouette. We we know what Cody's gonna do. Come on. <laughs> I heard somebody I saw somebody on Twitter say, is Cody for I think it was Twitter or or uh Instagram. Somebody said, Is Cody Fajardo a Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame candidate when it's all said and done? Cody Fajardo has one great cup, one all-star game, one oh, everything. Boy. Come on, like relax, relax. Uh, as long as if when they put him in there, they put like a goalpost right by him, that'd be fine. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I, I could I could wrap my head around it then. It'd be worth well, it. Well, well, what frustrates me about Cody is Cody looks like money. He just, you watch him throw that deep ball. Mm -hmm. He just looks like the pro, just, he was born to be a quarterback. But he got, we got champagne taste with beer money when it come to him. (laughs) Like, I, it's like Buzz Lightyear out there, man. I'm talking about Tim Allen, Buzz Lightyear. Like when he thought he was really, really, you know what? I'm not even, next question. Okay. Well, no. Who are you picking? Montreal or Ottawa? Who are you picking? I'm a rock. I, Sean gonna kill me if I pick Montreal. If I don't <laughs> pick Montreal, Sean gonna Hogan slam me. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Montreal. All right. And just for fun, I'm gonna take Ottawa because they're at home. They're at home. They they do they have they played better at home. They have a they have a raucous fan crowd that is going to be there uh and supporting them especially after the win you know last week um and montreal is like they have a good game and a bad game and a good game and a, I, I don't know they're kind of like they're so back and forth i don't really know what to do i'm i'm sure montreal is as favored and and likely in the end montreal has the better defense so i think they win but i i i don't know for some reason i just feel like they're gonna stub their toe i'm gonna go with uh, ottawa on this one um uh... <laughs> I, I i okay all right all right i'll i'll, I'll i'm i'm not gonna double down but i will say or what what is it i think it's double down i i'll tell you what Ottawa wins it if they mix up their run game a little bit. If they mix up their run play, because their run game is actually coming together. They didn't have it earlier this year other than Dustin running. But with Williams back there, Williams is turning out some yards. He is, absolutely, yes. Yeah, he is. And just never know. These guys are starting to come together, right? It happens. I've watched it happen here. It does happen. Granted, then they lose the game you think they're going to win. So, ah, who the hell knows? Um, All of our uh, Montreal Alouettes uh, flight deck people, Al's have won the last eight in Ottawa. Ottawa's cheering for offense like they do. I was like, okay. We, (laughs) We get it. Yeah. yeah okay that's uh, true yeah there it'll be it'll be very interesting uh last game now i have a feeling you have something to say about this one because the last game is calgary at hamilton in <laughs> in hamilton so uh, go ahead you go first. I get to go first? Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Excellent. yeah. Oh, you're going to hate me because I, I think Hamilton wins this game. Calgary is having a rough go, and I love every minute of it, and Calgary is going to lose this, and then uh, they're going to lose next week, and we are going to win somehow, and then we're going to be ahead of them in the standings and be the greatest moment of the entire season. So go, Hamilton. 
Well, since I'm King Op in Hamilton right now, <laughs> I would just like to look in the camera and just say, I don't give a damn what y'all think of me. I don't give a damn if y'all want to bury me at the Great Cup. Y'all ain't winning this game. Feed Kadeem Carey the damn ball. Let Luther Hakuna Matata do his damn thing. Give Big... Hey, 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 hey. Give, give Bigleton the ball. We all... It's Mayor Mania up in here this week. And I want all smoke when they come to Regina. Because I ain't scared. I ain't hard to find. Y'all talked a lot of trash on Twitter. And you ain't going to say it to my face. So best believe King Op will be in Regina for that matchup next week. If you make it this week against Calgary. And that's the bottom line because Coach Phil said so. Oh, that's outstanding. Oh, that's amazing. Hakuna Matata. No, hey, hey, uh, yeah, I, I can't say his name either. We, it's we fine. We each other on Instagram, and I'm just yeah. like, bro, hey, I don't want no issues with you. I don't want no issues with you. He's like, you're good. I'm like, great. Yeah, okay. It's that's okay. Uh, you're the, my joke on this show is, I don't know how to say it. Then somebody says the name, and I say, oh, bless you. Like, I have no idea. Vanu. I know how to say his name. It's just funny. Um, anyway, that's uh, that's hilarious. Uh, ain't nobody uh, scared. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody scared of no damn. And and then they try to sit there. And yes, I'm gonna shoot with this one real quick. They try to sit there and come at your boy and and, and come at me talking about all oh, my my sexual preferences and all. And what? they oh they oh they desecrated me. They they tried to bury me. And I man, look. At the end of the day, there are people that watch football and there are people that actually watch football that can uh, talk it. And I told you before the show, I had receipts. <laughs> so it's, if it's okay before we end the show, I would I like do. to sit here and, and give my receipts. <laughs> Please do. Because when you try, and, and again, I don't want to cuss too much, but when you with Coach Phil and you try to come at me sideways about your precious tie cats that haven't won a Grey Cup in 8,000 days, I'm going to bring receipts. So, and, and mainly it's the defense, that precious vaunted defense that everybody likes to talk about. Oh, oh, Oski Wee Wee and all that stuff. Let's look. Yards per game, they are, they are seventh in the league, okay? Yes. Rushing okay. yards, they're sixth at 100, giving up 119.4, 258.1 yards, passing yards given away, that's seventh, and not to mention 27.0 points given away, that's sixth in the league. So what are you talking about? <laughs> Y'all have no room to sit here and talk about now one body. Y'all talked all that trash about, oh, yeah, we got the Grey Cup this year. Simone going to be at the Grey Cup. All that jive. <laughs> <laughs> Fam, I want all smoke with y'all because I and the thing is, people don't understand. I actually like Hamilton. Yeah. I I I dig I I like the defense. But as a coach, like I am for the last decade, the decade of decadence, you gotta be able to take constructive criticism. I can't stand pro athletes who sit there and be sensitive. You knew mm. what you signed up for. I'm not a media analyst. I'm not Dunnigan. I'm not Stiegel. This ain't TSN. If you don't like what I got to say, play better. 
if you a fan and you don't like what I got to say about your precious Thai cats, I don't give a damn. Your team is not playing. I won't even say the offense. The offense has been playing well. They've held their own with Bo being out. My man James Butler is holding his own. Absolutely. Taylor Powell has stepped up. But that damn defense be talking. And I, I retweeted what Toronto said. We got to get back to partying. We got to get back to partying. Yeah, Simone <laughs> off in the camera. We got to get back to partying. How you going to party in you six and eight? I, I, I ain't never seen people with losing records party. That's fair. Yeah. So let, I'm not saying don't talk, you know, hype yourself up. But, bro, at some point you got to lock in and you got to step up as a defense and say, all right, I see our running back is carrying the load. I see our top receiver, who was last year was the number one player, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, in all the CFL, Tim White. Tim, Tim White? Yeah, I think so. He was like, I think I think he was up there. Up there, yeah. He was up, up there. there. Yeah. yeah. They doing their job. Let's do our job as a unit. Let's stop them. Let's, let's, let's make plays. But you don't. And even that win against Winnipeg, Zach Kalaros was slinging wee-wee everywhere. <laughs> Tallywhacker all up and down the field. The only thing that stopped them from not winning was Brady not getting in the end zone. And you're lucky. You're lucky Brady didn't get in there. So humble yourselves a little bit. <laughs> humble yourselves because you ain't won nothing yet. Because correct me if I'm wrong, y'all hosted it a couple years ago. Uh, Yes. And you went to OT and you couldn't get the job done. So don't talk to me about, oh, all roads lead to Hamilton divots and i stand on what i said divots potholes and traffic cones change my mind <laughs> now i now i want them to play well just to see how that see what happened like somebody standing my boy cliff my boy cliff said simone will be at the great cup he'll have a ticket, ticket. That's right. and i'll hey hey and i'll have a ticket too <laughs> so we can we can talk about it we can look at each other we both the same height i might be a little taller i might be you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm from the school of Bernie Mac. I'm gonna look at you like you short. Just what you want? No, it's all love. It's all. It's all. It's it's it's. Y'all can talk. It's funny they can talk, but uh, me talking. Oh, it's a problem. Nah, get your ticket. Unless you change things up and your defense turns into the '85 Bears or the 2013 Legion of Boom, man. <laughs> Edmonton will make the playoff. No, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me oh, stop. oh, wait. No, no, no. Go ahead on that one. Go ahead on that one. I, I, no, I, won't I you know what? You... you know what? I've been holding this in and we're we going to get up out of here, but I, I'm going to say something that's super duper heelish right now. I don't really give a damn. <laughs> My mic just fell. I don't give a damn. You still hear me? <laughs> I can hear you just fine. Yep. Okay. I'll just hold it. God damn it. <laughs> Everything's going. It's going. It's, oh, you're going to love this. All okay. right. I really believe how many how many weeks left in the season? I think four. Uh, five, five, five. Yeah, because there's there. Yeah, Elks have two buys and three games, so five weeks. Yeah, bring Simone cookies. You'll be all right. I ain't bringing him not a nail one thing. I'm a I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring him some that uh some dagum. Uh, what's that? Jamie Lee Curtis yogurt at, at, at TV. I'll give him that. We can scoop that. But anyway, Edmonton. I really believe is if it's. it's it might be crazy. They might be able to get that last spot. 
it is an outside chance right now. They're going to have to win out and have a lot of teams help them. I'm going I'm to hold the mic from the ground like this, like I'm singing and shit. But okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, telling you, bro, this team, Edmonton team, if they get a couple more pieces, they, for the next couple years, might be able to get, get back to prominence. I I agree. They're only a couple of pieces off. And even the even the pieces that they have, yeah, they're such a young team. They 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 have guys that are going to grow into the positions, right? As that happens, I and they stay together. I, I think the consistency will pay off. I think it's going to be huge. I think we you know we talk about you know, and I know that you know we've talked about this online, but mm-hmm. you know at the beginning of the year, it's like, Oh, coach Jones got to go all this type of thing. I'm like, I'm telling you, it's a three-year plan. Yeah. Keep the consistency. This is, they're on the verge of making something amazing. I think the best decision Chris Jones did was realize that putting Jackson at OC, that, 100%. that changed the flow of the offense all around. It I did. Th- thousand percent i can't even i can't agree with you more jarius jackson and the switch to trey with jarius who knows how to use his ability Mm -hmm. enormous like you cannot yeah absolutely yeah best thing i think that's the the difference between and again this is i'm be full heel right now (laughs) hamilton got rid of their guy and look at the shit that they've been going dealing with Whereas Edmonton, they got rid of their guy. I think they did they they demoted him or they fired him. No, they demoted because McAdoo is now um, a, a consultant on the defensive side of the ball. That's the ultimate downgrade right there. But right. but I will say, y'all made a good move, Chris Jones. I will give credit, sir. You did the right thing. You made an executive move. You know what I'm saying. But I wish Hamilton would. F- do the exact same thing and make moves that are beneficial to their damn staff. <laughs> if, well, Vince, if Vince McMahon can be removed from the head of WWE, why can't you know what? I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> I, I actually don't mind the move with Milanovic, though. He's got that offense working much better. I, I will give him that. I think just we're talking about Hamilton, right? Correct. Okay, I think. When they got Bo, they tried to do that Russell Wilson shit when he got to Denver and tried to make – because, you know, when you get Bo, Bo is a great player, but you have to run Bo's offense. And that is slinging the rock everywhere. And it is one, two, ball out. Thank you. That's it. Yeah, he does that amazingly well. One step, fire. That He's really good at that. 20, I think it was when they played Ottawa, that was the first time I actually ever seen Bo Levi Mitchell look human. Right. Yeah. That, 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 and I reacted to that on the channel. I was like, yeah, he was MOP, but damn, he looks, if his, if if the quick passes aren't there or the quick play to get it out fast, he struggles. Right. So they tried to do that. He got hurt. They had to go through the next boy, Matthew Schultz, yeah, yeah. I think I keep saying Schultz, but Schultz, yeah, he got hurt, and Taylor Powell in the clutch comes in on his Brock Purdy and is holding it down. So I give credit, like I said, I give credit to the O. It's that damn motor mouth defense that can't seem to just get they shit together and make damn plays. The special teams looks good. The special teams is the number two option on that damn team. 
shoot. <laughs> Oski, All right, we're going to. Oski wee wee my ass. <laughs> All right, we're going to move off from black and gold and go back to green and gold. All right. Um, quickly, the uh, CFPN fantasy pool, um, the commish won this week. Mike won this week. I lost to Ben from X's and Argos. Um, Mike and I are both into the playoffs. Mike gets Steph from the Ghost Stamps Go Show. I get a rematch with Ben from X's and Argos after he absolutely <laughs> destroyed me last week. Right. So I, I might just pick all Argos and see how it goes, just for fun, just because he's picking. Yeah, what? Oh, actually, if Chad Kelly's not playing, that might help me. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. Uh, what do you have to lose, really? Really? I mean, whatever. First round of the playoffs. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, but thank you again to Ryan from Canadian Football Countdown for setting that all up for this year. Uh, it was loads of fun going against all the other great podcasters. Coach, thank you so much for joining me last minute and having some fun with us, uh, talking some football. I really, really appreciate it. Um, Give us some plugs. Tell everybody where they can find your stuff and get more uh, laughs at your reaction videos and and uh, and enjoy your company. You can find me in the trenches of X, Twitter, whatever Elon is calling it. Uh, at what is my damn Twitter handle? At Coach Phil reacts. <laughs> there we go. That's so many have. damn social media stuff. I can't keep up. Uh, yeah, at Twitter X, uh, Coach Phil reacts. Uh, my YouTube channel. That's where all the reactions happen uh, at Coach Field Reacts 425. Uh, that's where I'm at. Also, Instagram, Coach Field 425. I'm on TikTok too, Coach Field 425. But I've, I've mainly got involved in like Twitter way more than I thought I would. Obviously, okay. YouTube is my bread and butter. And uh, Instagram too. I'll be having fun on there too. So go mess with me there. And uh, that's, my, that's my plugs right there, man. That's awesome. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, make sure you're uh, following our friends at Pay It Forward with Football. They're having their fundraising event on October the 27th at MKT Beer Market. Uh, reach out to them to grab some tickets as uh, we know that both uh, Morley Scott, Dave Campbell, Mookie Mitchell will be there and they have some other uh, alumni and current players coming to that. So join in on that fund and support a great cause in spreading kindness. I got to uh, do can, can yes, I do one may. thing before we go? Yes. I gotta give can I give a couple shout outs? Because if I don't, they're mm -hmm. gonna elbow me to death. Please do. Shout out to my momager, Janny. Shout out to Leanne Cosmic Rhubarb. She's she'll be mad if I didn't give her a shout out. <laughs> my boy Sheldon, uh, my boy Cliff. Cliff is it Cliffy, he's in here, and uh Blake, all my people, and uh thank you, thank you so much. All jokes aside, man. A, a, it's just jokes, man. Relax. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everybody gonna take it seriously, man. It relax. We relax. we have we have fun on this show. Oh That's yeah, good. Uh, for all of you that, me, uh, oh absolutely. For all of you that have tuned in for the first time, uh, hopefully you'll join us once again when we have uh, the other gang, and we'll bring Phil back at uh, at times so that we can have some fun and and listen to him rag on the Tiger Cats or whatever other team is in a problem at that particular moment. It'll amazing um so uh make sure you're joining us uh on tuesday nights uh you can find uh, commissioner kayla at duchess lombardi on twitter you can find superfan mike at 56 parkies or the edmonton history at edm h-i-s-t-o-r-e-e -E. uh you can find me at free Palicious and of course the show at the turf district and that is on all of your different various social medias uh twitter facebook instagram tiktok uh threads uh, oh yeah, except for Blue Sky, where I screwed it up, and it's Turf District Pod, but I'm still on there. 
Oh, you're not on Blue Sky yet? Oh, Coach, we'll, we'll fix that after. We'll Don't worry. It. Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's like old Twitter. It's amazing. Sky, uh, damn. See? Right? Yeah. Uh, and, of course, check out all my articles on 3Down Nation after the games. Um, if you are on YouTube, thank you again for joining us. We're not doing overtime this evening. We will be back next week, though, uh, with a very special guest. Um, uh, Mama Sauls is going to join us to talk about the Christian Salisbury Foundation. Uh, I'm very excited to have her on the show. So join us next Tuesday night for that. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, spread the good word get a little uh, like, a little share, a little ring the bell, all that fun stuff. Put a comment in. All those fun things uh, help help grow the show. Uh, thank you again to Coach Phil for Phil, Commissioner K, and Superfan Mike. I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you next time.